from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The news of earlier this week for the Panthers, and it is a bye week, is, or was, I should say, it was, that Frank Reich was given up play calling. Thomas Brown was taken over. By changing play callers, this is an action admitting that the offense hasn't been utilized in the best way. Now, even if the plan, because that's what I keep hearing, right? The plan all along was for Thomas Brown to take over. They've known for weeks. First of all, I do not believe there was a chance, a snowball's chance in the hot place if uh, that that the plan was to do it before the offseason, right? The, there's no way they came into the season with, if everything goes to plan about midseason, we're going to be changing play callers on everybody just to shake it up. Like, that's that's not how it was. But even if we believe that conceit, right? Even if we believe the conceit that it always was the plan, you would have changed the plan if you thought Frank Reich had a complete grasp of the offense, if you thought he was utilizing everyone in the best way possible. You would have said, well, the plan was to get Thomas Brown reps as a play caller, but Frank's in such a groove that we're not going to change it. I've heard uh, uh, that justification by quarterbacks coaches. Right. Some quarterbacks coaches believe very much in like a particular form, right? High elbow, uh, step here, turn here, right? When you're working on form. Every once in a while, someone like Phillip Rivers shows up. Right. And he's throwing in he's throwing like he's like he's holding a trait of uh, tray you know, like a waiter, right? And he's walking out there and he's slinging it sidearm. You know what the, the quarterback's coach says? Well, if I was working with you when you were like nine years old, I might change it, but you're throwing it so darn well. Yeah. I'm not changing a darn thing. It's like he was shot putting out there. So, yeah, but you know what? It's accurate. It's a spiral. It's coming in with heat. I'm not touching it. If Frank Reich was out there and the offense was accurate with a spiral and it was coming in with heat, they wouldn't have touched it. But they did. They changed it, right? Meanwhile, if you come in with a, a quarterback that has a strong arm but can't control it, it's all over the place, and, and you're like, you know what? I think we should rebuild this form. You change it. That's what the offense was. It's like, all right, well, let's, let's change it. So the fact that Thomas Brown is taking over is an admittance from the Panthers that the offense has not been utilized in the best way. That means there are players, there are skill position players on the Panthers that have been misused, right? They have not been used in the way that will get the most out of their talents because if they were, you wouldn't have changed. So who's the best candidate to have the biggest gap between where they've been and their ceiling. Who's being used the most, who up till this point, has been used the most incorrectly? The candidates? Everyone other than Adam Thielen. Yeah. Right? I mean, the candidates are, I don't know if you can squeeze any more production out of Adam Thielen. Other than that, I think everybody is a candidate for like, oh, we have not been using him the right way. Mm-hmm. And, 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 Again, not to say uh, I don't. I'm not here to just bash Frank Reich, right? Uh, like uh, DeAndre Swift is a good example. The Lions have a good offense. They were not using DeAndre Swift to the best of his abilities. Do you know how I know that? He's now on Philly, being much more productive. So he like the the looking at the Panthers. Is it DJ Chark? Is it Miles Sanders? Is it is it Hubbard? Chuba, Chuba Hubbard? Is it Hayden Hurst? Is it Jonathan Mingo? Is it Lavisca Chenault? Is it some form of all of them? I would say it's probably some form of all of them, but let's try to pick one who's the most. Usually, 
the position decide the position coach decides who's in the game, right? Because my first instinct was uh, Hubbard, and I was like, he just needs to be in more. That's usually usually the play caller has enough on their plate for the forty seconds between plays to be thinking, hey, can we get can we get Hubbard in the game? Is he ready? Right. So the the running backs coach is usually handling those rotations. So. I think Hubbard should be in the game more, even when Miles Sanders is healthy. But but that'll likely be a Deuce Staley decision, and he's still the running backs coach, so nothing's changing there. So if the, the rotation has been misused, I don't think that's going to change with the play caller, so it's not Hubbard. LaVisca Chenault was one that jumped to the, the straight of my uh, top of my list because he's one that's difficult to use, right? He's that Debo Samuel position, that Percy Harvin position. Air quotes. Around. That Cordero Patterson position. Right, that sure he might wear a wide receiver number, but he might be a running back, but he might be a a fast punt returner that we use on offense, but he might be built like a like a track athlete. Like it's just where does he fit in? We we're not sure what to do with him, guy. So I was like, you know, he's probably the easiest to misuse, but now he's out with a a high ankle sprain for who knows how long. So if he was being misused, Thomas Brown won't be using him better because he's going to be limping on the sideline. I think the answer is Hayden Hurst. Okay. I think Hayden Hurst is the guy that we could see the biggest delta between where he was and where he will be moving forward. And I think part of that is because they've kind of been asking Adam Thielen to do everything. And I want to take part of what they've been asking Adam Thielen to do and give it to Hayden Hurst, which will free up Adam Thielen to do other stuff. Uh, That safety blanket role. We hear about rookie quarterbacks need their safety blanket, right? Rookie quarterbacks are like pig pen from peanuts. They need their blanket. They need to be walking around. They need to be uh, – it's not pig pen. It's, it's uh, Linus, Linus. Sorry. Pig pen's the one who has the, the dust following yeah. him everywhere. Uh, it's, they're, they're like Linus from peanuts. Hopefully, your holder's not like Lucy from peanuts. Nah. But but what I mean by the, the rookie quarterbacks always need their safety blanket is they always need somebody like – finding a hole in the defense five yards in front of them, right? You're your five yards and, and option route. They've been asking Adam Thielen to do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I think they, they should be using he's Hayden Hurst is capable of that, which would then allow Adam Thielen to be a guy going outside the numbers, going on those big arcing cross routes. He likes going on a, a few more dynamic routes that he can be available for, for Bryce young there. So if you teach Bryce young, if you show Bryce Young, if you give reps to Bryce Young that says Hayden Hurst can be your guy that when when Bleep hits the fan, you find him for four yards on third and three, you already know Bryce Young trusts Adam Thielen, which, all right, let's get the throws to Adam Thielen that you need to explicitly trust the guy. All right, let's get the plays where it's like, hey, I'm going to give you a chance on this ball. If if it's not there, I need you to break it up like a defensive back to make sure I don't throw an interception. I'm going to trust you. Let's get Adam Thielen on some more of the high risk stuff, where trust is more necessity, more of a necessity. Let's get Hayden Hurst, who's more than capable of handling the dirty work, get caught while being speared in the back by a linebacker for five yards plays. Mm-hmm. Like like let's let's use a tight end for what a tight end should be. So Adam Thielen doesn't have to be the tight end on first and second down and the big play wide receiver on third down. Free Adam Thielen up, which 
Again, you 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 see this at every level, right? When you get one thing cranking, it allows something else to crank at a better level. It allows something else to using Hayden Hurst as that guy could open up the deep passing game. It could open up the run game. It could open up so much more. And that's the kind of uh, um, that's the reason why you make a play calling change, right? Like the play caller is not going to make Adam Thielen run a four four. No. The play caller is not going to make LaVisca Chenault healthy. The play caller is not going to make Jonathan Mingo a five-year veteran. You wish he could, but it's not going to happen. However, if the play caller can simply make Hayden Hurst take that 30% of Adam Thielen's role and, and, and handle that, that could open up Adam Thielen to bring a new element, which could open up, uh, you know, make the safety pay more attention to Adam Thielen, which allows Jonathan Mingo to not need to be a five-year veteran. He can just be a fast rookie and 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 catch a couple deep balls there. And then as soon as everyone's loosening up, the running game's going, and now the play caller actually made a difference. And yes, the the offensive line has to block better. I will say one thing on this: the change. In coordinator or change of play caller, mm-hmm. I should say, tells me that they've misused one person, Bryce Young. Because if they weren't misusing Bryce Young, because everything's you, about Bryce, because ev- everything's about Bryce. If if he was doing everything that he was capable or is capable of doing, then everything else would take care of itself. I'll, I'll agree with that. Misused Bryce. I'll put it in this way: if every game Bryce Young was making leaps and bounds. Just improvements, better. Even if the offense wasn't scoring a ton of points, if just Bryce Young individually was, you know, first game graded out as a C minus, next is a B, next is a B plus, next is an A. If he was just making huge improvements, you wouldn't mess with that, right? Even if the offense was suffering a little bit, you'd go, ah, I'm not mess. Like as long mm-hmm. as he's this whole season's about him, as long as he's getting better. So I'll agree with that too. I, I'm just not sure if there is a. Um, I'm not sure if there's a direct path yeah. from from uh, you know where they were to him playing a lot better. Well, yeah, there's that. But- although, although, again, if Hayden Hurst is, is working better, I'm th- like it, I do think it could all lead back to Bryce Young, even if he's not playing better, looking like he's playing better, and thus the reputation goes higher. Yeah, no more no more checkdowns to wide receiver screens, please, and thank you. Gosh, do you, do, do you know what I was thinking about the other day? What's that? They must have ten different code words 10 different audibles mm-hmm. for we're going to run the wide receiver screen to the right yeah. because they did it in in whatever it was three games ago like 10 times in the same game by the fifth the defense would have figured it out if you had the same so they must have like 10 different words or a full theme of words that just means all right everybody we're running the wide receiver screen to the right right which is such a such a frustrating thing as a quarterback they've picked up on our fourth code word i need another one hey guys on this drive Zebra means you just got to keep adding. I chose William Peace because of the personalized education it offers, which allows students to truly know their professors. It's really possible to make genuine connections with your professors and learn intentionally here and dive deep into what you're passionate about. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care 
to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. We're going to give our midseason ACC awards, grades, report cards. Uh, we are about halfway through the ACC football season, and, and uh, what that means is, is Dennis is going to give me the category, and I'm going to pass out the award. Okay, let's go ahead and go with the first one here. By the way, on we a, do our awards a little differently. Don't, we do. don't expect like uh, you know, the the traditional awards. Uh, on the scale of you know what, don't even care. That's a one. Okay. Scale one to ten. One is don't even care. To ten, full basketball mode. <laughs> NC State. What's your grade on a scale of one of completely over it to two or, or sorry to ten full basketball mode? What's your grade on NC State? So the don't even care would be I don't even care basketball sneaking just up. like you know I'm what still like, I don't even into care about season. sports right now. Oh, well, what where do like I still think their focus is on football. Okay, so this is what makes it hard for so you. So which which I'm a tough grade. Which spectrum does that go to? Because you said zero was I don't care about sports. Yeah, and ten is basketball. Yeah, where's football on this spectrum? Exactly. I guess where, I, this is I where guess you got to grade it. I guess five. Okay, this is where you got to grade this. Um, I, I do think they're excited about basketball season. By the way, yes. Um, you know, I think most of the preseason polls have them somewhere five, six in the ACC, something like that. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think they be good this season. Which they're excited for that, but also, you know, for all of the struggles, I still think, you know, the, the Wolfpack football team kind of makes makes things tick around there, and and they still have some some goals they want to make sure they accomplish. They still have some things that they want to vent about. So. I think their focus is on football, uh, but they are excited about basketball, and I don't think the Wolfpack fans will ever be not interested in sports. Okay, on a scale of one being, you know what, we're a basketball school, to <laughs> ten, I'm still locked in on this football season. Okay. Scale of one I, to ten. I like this. Duke. Seven. Okay, so hey, we're still locked in on they're football still, They're still fairly football in. Okay. But they're not going to discount basketball. Uh, but it's Duke basketball, right? Okay. And and you know they're, they're mostly think like they're really excited that they were at the bas or at the football game mm-hmm. and they saw a basketball player in the stands. Like they're yeah, they're like you know their Venn diagrams are are overlapping. Uh, and I also think once basketball games get started, there will be some some shifting of eyes, regardless of how well the football team is doing. Mm-hmm. But football is, I mean, football is going to be bigger than like preseason reports. They might not be better than regular season games. But they're bigger than like who looked good in the scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, so so they're still football, but but make no mistake, it's Duke basketball. So yeah, we're two in the AP pool. Yeah, cool. But Riley's ankle, how is it? Exactly. Yeah. It's it's okay. Good. They're number two. We can forget about that for a while. They're where they're up near where they should be. Let's focus on Riley Leonard's ankle. All right. Same scale. One being we're a basketball school to ten. We're fully locked in on this football season. North Carolina. Eight. Okay. I think their football team has a chance to do something special, and you don't want to miss that. And also, Carolina, they, I mean, they've, they've got a few more football bona fides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a little bit there. Uh, and also, their, their basketball team is, what, 19th in the country to start? So maybe a little less reason to be excited. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Armando Baycott's going into year 17. Maybe 16, I think. Okay. it's It's been uh, – it feels like he's been there a while. So Yeah. He's very good, don't get me wrong, but like you're more excited to see like a stud freshman than you are a guy who's been, you know, racking up 20 and 10 over the last 4 years. 
Uh, so I think, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll check in once we see what the football team is about. But I still think they're about the football team. All right. This is now we're going to awards. All right. We just gave out some grades. Let's go Little to grades. awards. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the school. I want you to give out the award for the school that says, you know what? We're on to basketball season, but we're not even sure about basketball season award. Does it? Are we talking it's a whole ACC? Uh, Wake's in the running. Yeah. That's, I, Wake actually <laughs> popped into my head. Like we're eh, we're not sure even sure about that. Um, shush. Uh, Virginia. Yeah. Because because Virginia, I mean their their basketball program, it's not like in the dumps, but their football program kind of is, and their basketball program is normally like, like I've lived in the state of Virginia. You've lived in the state of Virginia. Oh yeah, I grew up there. Uh, Virginia is big on yeah yeah yeah. Wait for basketball season. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, they're they're bad enough that that doesn't sting as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I probably, I'll go Virginia with it. Virginia. Okay. And I like Tony Bennett. Give me the award for the school for football. Okay. Give me the award for the school. I'm thinking, like, I have, like, there's some kind of, like, you said, give me the award for the school. And my brain was like, "All right." I'm already thinking. Yeah, you're already thinking. Like, all right, I, start no, I have no clue what I'm what I'm brainstorming on. For the school that is going to be equally disappointed with their basketball season as they are their football season. Hmm. Interesting. I have one in mind. Interesting. Equally. I, this could be mean. Miami. That's who I was thinking actually. Because. The disappointment comes in part from giving hope, right? Mm-hmm. The the football team was good enough early on that, you know, you started getting the Miami's back questions. Then they didn't take the knee. Then they got smashed by UNC. So the disappointment hits a bit harder. Like, you know, for the, the Boston colleges, the Pitts, the Virginia Techs, like the expectations weren't high. So the disappointment isn't as biting. And going into this season once again and going into the, the men's basketball season, Miami basketball has hope. Uh, they're, you know, one of the top teams in the ACC, according to all the preseason polls, uh, which means if there's a disappointment, it's going to be a little bit more biting. It's going to hurt a little bit more. And I'm not as confident in Miami as a lot of the polls are. So uh, that's going to that's gonna do it for you. Final one here. But first. No, I actually have one final award here. All right, we'll, do this, then we'll do this, then we'll get to the award. Okay. Train heating and cooling systems are engineered to keep up with you. We run together. See how Den- Dennis and I just worked mm-hmm. together on that one? We run together. Visit traininfo.com to find your local independent train dealer. That's T-R-A-N-E info.com. It's hard to stop a train. All right, final one here. Yep. The school that's going to be shelling out the most in buyouts in the ACC. You're talking coaching buyouts? Coaching buyouts. (laughs) Yes. Are there player buyouts? Um, hmm, Interesting. I I don't know the contracts out there. I don't know who's locked in. Um... Halfley, Boston College. Okay. If he, I don't know what his contract's looking like, but I think he's probably on the hottest seat. So I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Boston College. Okay. There it is. Those are your awards so far and reports and grades. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers with class sizes like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. 
A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.